Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Joining us now on the line, we have William Bird, the Director of Media Monitoring Africa. William, good afternoon to you and thank you for joining us. Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for having me on the program. No, great to have you on board, uh, William, and thanks for taking the time to uh, unpack this issue. Well, yesterday, recently, Al Jazeera journalists in Gaza were killed in a car with uh, drone operating terror operatives. So what we're doing is we're looking at the risks which journalists take to report and cover war stories. So are journalists lately becoming increasingly susceptible to danger and attacks? I mean, there's no doubt, you know, we've seen, let alone the huge number of, of journalists that have been uh, killed in, in Gaza, we've seen, uh, you know, a number of attacks and their safety being imperiled in South Africa over the last couple of years. Um, you know, it, it's not uncommon for journalists to either be threatened directly or for their equipment to be stolen. Uh, or in many instances in lots of different countries around the world for them to be imprisoned mm. just for doing their job. And this uh, response and this idea that um, journalists are kind of fair game and this idea that they, that they don't have and don't fulfill a critical role in society, I think, uh, plays into that narrative that somehow says that it's okay um, for journalists to be attacked just for doing their job. So there's no doubt that mm. the risk of being a journalist uh, is significantly greater today than it was uh, you know say a decade ago you know, William, well, depending on where you are in the world right. obviously indeed certainly William but now you know it begs the question how does one then protect journalists going to hotspots in terms of you know for example like government support in such countries where such hotspots uh, some danger zones exist uh, what what yeah what what preparations can be put in place there or uh, you know like um, plans to protect journalists from being susceptible to this uh, this kind of uh, violence I mean I think it's like many things they need to be seen they need to actually be seen to be consequences if journalists are attacked so that there's a less incentive and that people are actively dissuaded from mm. harming and attacking journalists so we know that for example in numerous countries around the world when journalists disappear or are killed uh, in violent attacks that there's very seldom any kind of uh, response to that you know you just look sure. at Khashoggi for example and um, to, uh, for the Washington Post and there still hasn't been any action taken um, in, in, in relation to his murder so when you see that journalists are killed with uh, a relative impunity that kind of thing then makes any sort of preventative measures that newsrooms themselves can take quite uh, limited so you need states actually to be taking real meaningful action that when um, journalists are attacked that they mm. are clearly openly condemned that that action is condemned by governments and that that action is followed up by meaningful investigation and wherever necessary, you know, that the, that, that, that the legal consequences flow from that. Right. Again, in South Africa, we see that many of the journalists that are attacked, there's very little action that seems to occur. And in fact, many instances, uh, political parties don't condemn them. They they seem to think that they're fine, you know. Um, and that, I think, is a, is a huge problem as well. So there are certain steps newsrooms can take. Obviously, they need to make sure that their journalists, if they're going into high-risk scenarios uh, and conflict zones in particular, uh, right. that they are properly uh, trained and are pro adequately equipped. And in many instances, 
uh, that that simply isn't the case. Indeed. William, going back to how I introduced uh, this uh topic of discussion, looking at these Algeria, Algeria, Al Jazeera journalists in Gaza being killed uh, in, in a car attack with drone operating terror operatives. Now, how do you balance that out? They, they're the journalists wanting to, you know, like report from their perspective what's going on. Uh, they suddenly are taken out uh, in an IDF strike. So where does responsibility and how do you gauge that situation in terms of what, you ought to, what should they have done in the first place to perhaps avoided this? Well, you know, journalists that put themselves in high-risk scenarios need to balance those risks against the possible rewards for doing the story and and against the very real likelihood that they may themselves be be killed. You know, journalists that are behind the lines, mm. uh, often you'll find journalists when they are reporting, they tend to be uh, either along or travel alongside fixers or people that are within the community that know where the definite no-go areas are. Um, so some of the things that they do there need to be clear. But again, you need action and real responsibility from states that where journalists are are harmed or are attacked, that there's actual that there's culpability for that. Um, obviously, you know you have to look at each each case on its merits. Right. And if there's a scenario where you say, well, certain action could or couldn't have been prohibited because of of, of whatever the extenuating circumstances are, then that needs to be taken into consideration. But certainly we know from a number of attacks that have occurred over the last uh, several months that you know, journalists didn't need to be killed. Uh, sure. If they're wearing those, those, uh, their jackets and clearly identifying themselves as journalists, they shouldn't just be targeted for being journalists. You know, they should be allowed and encouraged to report on what's going on. Right. William, we're going to have to leave it there. We've just about run out of time. William, thank you so much for joining us, just to give us your views as to you know where journalists stand in the thick of things when it comes to hotspots and war zones. William Bird, Director of Media Monitoring Africa.